Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And we're excited about what we're going to be talking uh, to you about today. Actually, what we're going to be talking about is pretty uh, well-known or elementary to uh, people who go to church. And we're going to be talking about uh, the book of John, chapter number 3. And if you skip to verse 16, it's one of the most popular verses in all of the Bible. And that verse says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I think that's a pretty powerful verse when it says, Whosoever that believes in him. So that takes in everyone. If you're listening to me today on this podcast, that means you. And the ones that are not listening, that means them as well. Anyone, if they will believe on him, the Bible said, they would not perish, but have everlasting life. I think I want to go back to uh, the beginning of this chapter and see exactly why that we uh, wind up with this great verse. The Bible here said there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, and he was a ruler of the Jews. So uh, Nicodemus was a man who was uh, in a, a position of authority and was a ruler of the Jews. So uh, I can say this to you, it doesn't really matter what your position is in life, if you would be a a ruler of some sorts, whether that would be um, in the political arena or anywhere else, if you are a ruler of any sort here, then you are no different than Nicodemus that realized uh, that he needed to uh, find Jesus. The very next verse He said, that same man, or Nicodemus, came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher. Come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Now, this is something that I think you might uh, not completely agree, but why did it say he came to Jesus by night? Now, it could have been it just happened to be that time of the day that he was free. I know that could be that, but I'm looking at it like this. Him being a ruler of the Jews, and the Jews, we know, did not really accept Jesus Christ as being God's son at all. So the Bible said he came to him at night. Could it have been, and I think so, that Nicodemus came under the cover of night because maybe he didn't want somebody to see him. 
Or maybe he just didn't want it public that he had come to see Jesus. But if you notice, he first called him rabbi, and that was recognizing uh, Jesus' position of authority as well. And he said, I know that you must be a teacher or that thou art a teacher come from God because no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. So he believed, he recognized that the miracles that he'd heard about and that maybe he'd even saw that Jesus had done, uh, no normal person could have done them. It had to be that it was done by the power of God, the hand of God. And he recognizes it saying nobody could do that if God wasn't with them. Jesus answered him saying this, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, isn't that interesting? He just came to him and said, I know you're a teacher, and I know you couldn't do it if God wasn't with you. Jesus immediately skipped straight to the point and said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus had not asked him the question yet. Now, possibly he saw his heart and knew that he was thinking that, but he just came right to the point and tells him. And that's still true today, by the way, that except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's the only way to salvation is being born again. Uh, I believe in church membership. I believe in water baptism. I believe in all those uh, other things. I believe in the, the baptism of the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. All of those things. But without being born again, that's the most important thing. And that is the, that is the uh, first thing, is you must be born again. So Nicodemus asked the question, well, how can that be? Or in his words, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time to his mother's womb and be born? So Nicodemus was looking at this in a natural sense, saying this, this seems to be impossible. How can I be born over and or born again? But Jesus says, and he was telling him here, he wasn't talking about a new natural birth as far as uh, being born from his mother's womb all over a second time. But rather in verse number, uh, what is this? I think it's verse number uh, five. Jesus says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter in to the kingdom of God. So what Jesus said, I'm talking about uh, being born of the water and being born of the spirit. So he was telling him here that it, it is important that a man repent. It's important for him to be baptized and be born of the spirit. And when you are born again, you will receive the spirit of God. So you will... Uh, you will accept him and and you will become his child and thus have his his spirit within you. 
Jesus begins to tell him, if you're born of the flesh, you are of the flesh. But if you're born of the spirit, then you're of the spirit. Then he tells him, and I'll say the same thing to you that might be listening. I hope you're not confused. I hope you are Bible readers and you know what I'm saying. But he tells this man, Nicodemus, in verse 7, he said, marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. In other words, don't get confused about this. Don't sit there and wonder or try to figure out what I said. Marvel not, in other words, that I said you must be born again. And he starts to give a comparison. Jesus' comparison was this, the wind bloweth where it listeth. Thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell. Whence it cometh and whither it goeth, so of every one that is born of the Spirit. So Jesus begins to tell him, like the wind blows, you hear the sound of it, but you don't know where it came from, and you don't even know where it went to. We just... uh we, we just know the wind is blowing. And he said, so is everyone born of the Spirit. So we, we should not even try in our, in our natural, uh, finite mind to try to figure out exactly how God uh, does this in his process. And that's what he said. Nicodemus was somewhat confused. He says in verse 9, how can these things be? And you might be saying the same thing. How can that be? How how in the world uh, can it be? He was trying to figure out what Jesus's explanation meant. And then Jesus says to him, "Are you a master of Israel, and know knowest not these things?" Then he begins to say, "I say unto thee, we speak." We speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and ye receive not our witness. So Jesus said, I've told you what I know and what I've seen and I testify these things and you still don't receive uh, our witness. And furthermore, uh, Nicodemus had seen and felt the wind blow, but he didn't understand still. And he tells him, if I've told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you heavenly things? So Jesus begins to tell him further, if you cannot understand this in the natural, how can you understand this spiritually? So I tell you what, I'm going to go by the word of God here and and just say this. I'm going to take Jesus at his word. I'm going to take the Bible for what it says. I believe the Bible's true. I believe every word of it's true. And I'm going to accept it. And when the Bible said that you must be born again, I'm going to believe that. And uh, I'm not going to sit down there and say it should have been this way. God's plan should have been that way. I'm just grateful that God uh, 
had a plan that you and I could be saved. Jesus uh, begins to give him a couple of other illustrations. He said, no man ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the son of man, which is in heaven. Wow. I'm sure Nicodemus was getting more confused, but it's pretty easily for us to see what he's saying. No man hath ascended up, but he that came down from. So Jesus, uh, when he was going to ascend up to heaven, had already came down from heaven, even the Son of Man. That's what he says. So Jesus Christ came to this world to save sinners, put on the robe of flesh, put on uh, flesh and bone and blood like a normal man. He'd done this so he could pay the price by giving his life and shedding his blood for mine and your sins. And he says, as Moses lift up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. Now, I don't have time to go all the way back and tell you the story about Moses lifting up the serpent in the wilderness. That was uh, because when those uh, fiery serpents went through and was uh, biting people, killing people, Moses took a, a, a brazen serpent, and if they looked, they lived. So he said, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And, and he was lifted up, even upon a cross. But he said that whosoever, and here I like this, I want you to look at verse number 15 as well as verse number 16. Whosoever, this is verse 15, believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. I don't understand why anyone would take the chance on perishing or spending an eternity without God and suffering the second death, which is that death in hell. Why? When if you would just believe, you could have eternal life instead of eternal death. And then the great verse, this great verse that all Christians should be able to quote easily, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomsoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Aren't you glad of that, that God loved this world so much? Yes, even in its terrible state, its sinful state, our world seems to be gone crazy in 2020 with all sorts of ungodly and terrible things going on. Even then, even now today, I believe the Lord still loved this world enough that he gave his son that if we would just believe in him, we could have eternal life. And look, verse number uh, 17 is just as powerful. That verse said, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And for those of you that say, why do you use that term? Because Jesus used it. 
Jesus said he didn't send his son to this world to condemn the world, but, he, but that the world might be saved. And you say, well, then preacher, why does preachers condemn us? And why do I feel condemned? And why does the Bible? Well, let's just look at one more verse here. I'm going to try to, try to hurry up. Uh, my time's running out, but that next verse in verse 18 said, he that believeth on him is not condemned. So you don't have to worry about condemnation if you believe on Jesus. But he that believeth not, I hope you're listening now, if you believe not, then you're condemned already. So you could say, uh, how could... I be condemned. Well, you're already condemned simply by not believing in Jesus Christ. Because he that hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. That's why if you don't believe in the name of the only begotten Son of God, and this is that condemnation that, that it's in, in this world, that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. So, the light, and that's what Jesus was. You know, the Bible said three things God is. God is love, God is life, and God is light. So, love, life, light. That's what God is. And that condemnation that the light came to the world, men loved darkness rather than light because they had evil deeds. And everyone that doeth evil hates the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth good cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God." I hope that you've enjoyed this because when I look at John 3, I see a very, very uh, powerful, powerful uh, chapter. I love this chapter. Uh, the Bible also says uh, in, in another place that greater love hath no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. That's John 15. And verse 13, so greater love hath no man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friends. So it's pretty obvious today in this uh, podcast episode that Jesus Christ came into the world as the light of the world to save sinners, not to condemn you, but to save you. If you don't believe on him, you're condemning yourself. So I want to say today, if you're already saved, thank God for that. But if you don't know Jesus, you need to accept him as your personal savior even now, today, while you still have time. I love Jesus. I'm so glad that I gave him my life at an early age and so glad I could share this story with you from John chapter three. God is so good. I love him with all of my heart. I have thoroughly enjoyed being with you today 
And I hope you come back for the next episode of PHT in the morning. This is Pastor Miller saying, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you.